Nate McKinnon's not in hot water, but should he be? Plus, we're looking at more moves from Vegas. Should people help out Vegas? I think not. Plus, Arizona did a thing. All of that and more on today's episode of Locked on NHL. You're Locked on NHL, your daily podcast on the National Hockey League. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everyone, you're listening to Locked On NHL, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And thank you for making this show your first listen of the day every day as we bring you the hottest, greatest, coolest, weirdest stories in the NHL five days a week. My name is Sarah Avampato, host of Locked On Kings and one half of your Western Conference Wednesday team here on Locked on NHL. And as always, I'm joined by Jess Belmosto, host of Locked on Calgary Flames. Uh, and we're going to start actually talking a little bit about uh, your other secret team. Uh, a little something happened to the Bruins. We're going to look at Nate McKinnon's bad behavior. Uh, we're also going to look today at some trade rumors that, of course, involve the Vegas Golden Knights, because why wouldn't they? Uh, and then Arizona is continuing their hoarding ways uh, but let's start out with Nate McKinnon, who uh, has escaped the, uh, the long arm of justice in the NHL. Uh, since, since this is, you know, your other, your Eastern Conference yeah. team, uh, what, what exactly happened in this one? So he was going to take a face off and apparently uh, hit the ref instead. I say instead of um, I forget who was on the face-off line with him, but like or face-off circle, not the line. But um, the NHL was like, yeah, no, it's fine. It was like just mis uh, misconstrued. But I guess that McKinnon had a little bit of a temper going on during the game, or made some comments. And mind you, this is the. Second time this team has met this year, obviously. And last game that they met was obviously in Colorado. And Nate McKinnon uh, st- high-sticked himself. Oh, that's right. And, and was out with a concussion. Taylor Hall was suddenly a goon. Uh, he was like Tom Wilson on steroids, <laughs> according to, like, Avs fans. And I was like, do you watch hockey? But... um. And then, so people were like, oh, there's going to be, like, retaliation. So we weren't really sure what we were going to get. And then, I don't know, Nate McKinnon. And then he also had a super dangerous hit on Nolan Patrick, mm. the, like, in this last week. And everyone was just kind of in... Kind of like meh? Yeah, but at the same time, like, the minds of hockey Twitter... It just sounded like an echo chamber where everyone was just like, does he know who he just hit and how detrimental this is to his health? So, you know, Nathan McKinnon just, um, I don't know. Again, it has to do with the name on the back of the jersey over reputation, even though the league would like you to believe differently. Right. The league statement after all of this came out, 
they put out a statement uh, basically explaining why they weren't going to do anything to Nate McKinnon. And they say in their statement, uh, and this is from the NHL PR department, the safety of our on-ice officials is and always has been of paramount importance to us. In this regard, we have always exercised a zero tolerance policy when it comes to any form of abuse of our officials. Last night, one of our officials was stuck by a was struck by a player with his stick immediately after a face-off. We immediately investigated the incident and having conferred with the on-ice officiating crew and the NHL Officials Association, it's been determined that the player's intention was not to strike the official, but rather to initiate contact with the opposing player. Given this conclusion, it has been determined that no further discipline is necessary. This decision, blah, 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 blah. You can't say that you have a zero tolerance policy and then in the same breath say, oh, we're not going to do anything. Like if, if like, I mean, obviously things get missed all the time, but like how many times have we seen a guy get, you know, a four minute penalty for high sticking when he, it's like, he didn't do it on purpose. Like, you know, right. right? It's not, it's not like you aimed at the guy's head. You still get a penalty for it because you're supposed to be, I mean, that's the whole thing they teach you about like stick infractions is you're responsible for the like, six foot long, you know, carbon the same, that you get paid millions of dollars. Right. To play with. Right. Um, and then I honestly, like, I know obviously hockey is a little bit different, but in baseball, if you touch the ref, mm-hmm. I mean, the ump rather, oh my mm-hmm. God, please don't cancel me. I, I know my sports. I'm sorry. Just in hockey mode, especially with the lockout. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you touch the ump or like get too close, mm-hmm. you're, you're done. done. Yeah. You're done. And making contact with an official especially like in any way unless you know there's like those freak accidents where mm-hmm. don't get out of the way but right. you know, on face off like that go sit <laughs> you don't get to get away with this and do you honestly think that that ref is gonna say yeah like he mm-hmm. like he's gonna tattle right on no. the best players in the league no. yeah and it, it is one of those it's like okay what you know, if this had been, I'll pick on the guy on my own team. If this had been Brendan Lemieux, if he acts, if he was trying to go <laughs> slash, you know, whoever, yeah. and hit a, hit a, an official instead, I, I think this conversation would look a lot different. I know they try to say like, oh, it's not because he's a star player or whatever, but I guarantee, like, you know, Brendan Lemieux is not going to get the benefit of the doubt if he, you know, if he goes, oh, I was actually trying to slash, you know, Sidney Crosby. Like, no, right. that that's not. No one's right. gonna care. Matthew right. Kachuk doing the same thing. Are you kidding right. me? Mm-hmm. And then everyone obviously was like, "Well, Brad Marchand's just gonna get time tacked onto his suspension <laughs> just for this." And I was like, "Honestly, yes. If it yeah. was Brad Marchand, he'd oh, probably yeah. be he'd gone." Be, yeah. um, I just, and I hate using that as an excuse, mm-hmm. but it's like, or as like a fallback. But we see how inconsistent yeah. this league is, and. I don't know. I don't, I really don't know if they ask a magic eight ball <laughs> in a wheel or what, but right. they need to figure it out. And right. I just, I don't think that will happen under this current, um, I almost said administration, yeah, but, yeah. you know, yeah, it's just, it's just hard to understand otherwise, like how this unfolded the way it did. If it's not like, Oh, he's Nate McKinnon. So we're going to just ignore it. Right. Um, there was a, a handful of years ago where I think it was less accidental, but uh, still like Antoine Vermette hit uh, an official and he got 10 games. Um, I think Daniel Carcillo a whole bunch of years ago, like had like physical, like hands on an official and he got the boot for a long time. Yeah. Um, and like, sure. Those are more intentional. So you could argue, okay, well, I mean, the same as player safety where it's like, okay, well, like you didn't really hurt the guy. Like you, you could tell like, 
but it's okay. We'll give you two games instead of six. Like, right. there's no real like justification right. or there's no baseline. And for mm-hmm. say, okay, like this is where we think like you know a player who hasn't been suspended before, right. who isn't notorious for making these plays, mm-hmm. should fall versus a player like. Brad Marchand. Right. And also it's like, okay, you were trying to slash the other guy. Well, that's still not allowed that's either. Still a penalty. That's still you like I know we let people get away with a lot, especially in like the face-off circle and guys are always jostling each other. But like you, your defense was, well, I didn't I didn't mean to do the bad thing to you. I did the bad I wanted to do the bad thing to another guy. Like that's not that's not a defense. That's bad. <laughs> right. Like you're just admitting to something that's still bad yeah Yeah. i didn't mean to kill him right i meant to kill the other guy okay well you're still going to jail still bad still bad (laughs) so i guess congrats to nate mckinnon for getting off scot-free on this one don't do it again because i don't want to talk about this one again like (laughs) we're all grown adults you shouldn't be hitting other people right like this isn't the playground in kindergarten right and that kid takes like the the truck from you in the sandbox right, no. decide to bop him over the head with another toy Don't right do- i i may or may not have done that as a kid and oh, i may same. or may not have gotten in trouble for it um and, and i think i think that one thing that could have prevented all of this was that maybe nate mckinnon just needed a snack maybe he was hungry and he just you know i i act out of anger whenever i'm hungry oh, yeah all the time i'm horrible and maybe if nate mckinnon had like a built bar in his pocket or a built puff somewhere uh he could have had a little snack i know that he doesn't eat things that aren't like made out of kale but if he did maybe he should investigate a built bar uh because they are super delicious uh protein bars they're covered in 100 percent chocolate including our marshmallowy built puffs which are marshmallowy and they're delicious, and they're puffy, uh, and they're covered in 100% chocolate. They're low in calories, high in protein, uh, and all around delicious, and also good for you. So if you want a snack that's going to get you uh, back on the straight and narrow and not slashing referees or linesmen with your stick, you should go and check out built.com. Uh, check out the macros chart for those of you who are into like food numbers. Uh, And if you're not into food numbers, you can just check out the cool flavors uh, because that's really what I'm here for. There's all sorts of great options like mint brownie, coconut almond, uh, white chocolate cookies and cream. Uh, I saw, I think there's like a mint thing coming back out. Uh, There's Mm. always, always something new at Built Bar uh, and you should go to built.com, check it out, see what they've got coming out and then use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Go have a snack. Please don't hit anybody. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, don't hit anyone, please. And uh, I guess now it's time to, to maybe complain about Vegas again. Oh, let's go. Right. I mean, first, we'll close the loop on uh, Jack Eichel week because yes. he has now gotten to a couple games. He scores first goal as a Vegas Golden Knight. Um, but I will say we will give a couple of minutes to this because I think it's hilarious that there was a segment already after like game two of Vegas fans who were like, he's a bust, he's horrible. Like, why did we make, because he was just working his way back from a year of not playing hockey and like major surgery and he wasn't scoring a hat trick every game. And there was like a chunk 
yeah. of like Vegas Twitter that was like, this guy's a bust. I'm like, oh Two no, calm down. <laughs> right. He scored a goal. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine now. And like, it's not even like he got off to a slow start. Because right. he's only played a handful of right. games. Like, let's all week. calm down on that one. Because they need some he, built bars too. Right. Yeah. They need some built bars. Like, much to my annoyance, he's going to be a great player and he's going to make that team better. And I'm going to have to deal with it for as long as he's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I need everyone to chill. Uh, but, but Vegas has a problem. And that problem is uh, their goalies. Because we talked about this a little. I think last week there was the we rumor did. of, uh, you know, would Mark andre Fleury get traded back there? And we already heard that's not going to happen. But, uh, you know, Robin Leonard is, is, is injured. Uh, Laurent Bossois has been the backup. He's been okay, uh, but he's not Robin Leonard. Uh, Logan Thompson is their, like, baby goalie who was just called up again from the AHL. Uh, he actually won his first game, I think, which good for him. Uh, congrats, kid. Uh, but they they need a goalie. And if Leonard's going to be hurt for more time, uh, they probably need to look into doing something about that. And the, one of the things that I saw uh, earlier today when we were getting ready to do the show was a proposal. Uh, I don't know if it was like a fan proposal or if it was like legit hockey rumors, but uh, Semyon Varlamov, who is on the Islanders, uh, who are bad this year, blowing all of our uh, hopes out of the water for expecting them to be good. Uh, there were some thoughts about maybe he could be someone uh, that Vegas is interested in. And A, same problem that Vegas has with everything else, with what money? Right. Where, like, where are they pulling this money from? Right. Secret places? I guess. I mean, it is Vegas. Yeah. And casinos have money. <laughs> I, I like mean, I'm not saying they're involved in any sort of like Robert De Niro movie. <laughs> but but this is like Ocean's know. Eleven for hockey. Right? Um like, Yeah. I again, how would they make this work? Um I mean, they shot themselves in the foot mm-hmm. by trading Marc Andre Fleury. We knew this was going to happen, and I think that it is hysterical. <laughs> yeah, it's um. It'll help them out, so it's it's not right. So of course, someone's going to help them, which is annoying. Um, Varlamov does have one more year after this on his contract. He has uh, this year and next year, and then he's an unrestricted free agent. So I feel like if they are going to make that move, Vegas would actually have to trade another human being for him. Like they wouldn't be able to just be like, here's a fourth round pick. Like they've got to move a body for, for for two years of a guy's deal. Uh, And Hmm. there is, uh, there is some, uh, a little bit of a connection in that uh, back when, uh, what's his name, Barlamov played for the Capitals, it was when George McPhee was there. Uh, and he's um, part of Vegas's organization now. He's their president of hockey ops. So there is at least a, like, you know, someone who knows him as a, as a existence. Um, it's, it's possible. His cap hit right now, uh, I already moved away from the page. His cap hit is, oh, five five million $5,000,000. So... That's, I, is someone else on Vegas hurt that they can put 
on. Someone's going to take a hockey stick <laughs> to Riley Nash's knee. A poor guy. Riley Smith. Riley Smith, not <laughs> Riley Nash. I need to stop doing this. Like, as soon as it comes out, too, I'm like, wrong one, know. wrong one. <laughs> Riley hey, Smith is. One of them needs to change their name. Uh, truly. It needs to happen. I mean, he's going to come have someone take a stick to my knee for every time I mess up his name. My God. But no, I think that they'll figure something out. Um, they, they always do. Yeah. Um, whether it be a roster player or, again, circumventing. I mean, right. Just lying with the cats and the rules, the very loose rules. That, yeah. So, you know. I think that we're going to see more of that. Yeah. teams until um the next cba happens right and then well and like the funniest thing about that is, th- is i think that like back whenever all this stuff was first like the rules were first happening i feel like tampa was one of the teams that was like voting against like that wasn't in favor oh, of the rules. and then of course they're the ones that like mega exploited it um, but you know right. if you're not cheating you're not winning so <laughs> right and i think that you know, when people see that rule mm-hmm. at first, it's like, why Why would you vote for that? Are you crazy? And then you realize, mm-hmm. oh, it's my team that could benefit from it. Right. So you're like, oh, it's okay then. That's fine. And I think, you know, we're, we saw it happen with Tampa. We're more mm. than likely going to see it happen with Toronto and vegas is already there so they're just looking to add another body yeah so we'll we'll continue to watch the space because before we know it vegas is going to make like eight more trades that don't make any sense and somehow it all works under the cap and uh we'll be here to make fun of them and to make fun of whatever team helped them uh once uh once that happens we're going to close today's show uh with doing our other usual routine which is well actually we're not making fun of them this time because they're continuing to be weirdly savvy uh we're going to talk about the arizona coyotes and some moves that they have made uh but i believe you've got some cool stuff to tell us about first i do bet online is here uh for you football might be over but basketball is in full swing for both pro and college hoops from the latest odds, totals and player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land. That would be a fantastic one for hockey. Like two years ago when all the coaches got fired, like at the same time. <laughs> once. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> BetOnline.net is the number one spot for your sports betting needs. It remains bet online remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right down to the remaining Olympic coverage. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions at BetOnline, where the game starts. So I'm actually going on a little drive this weekend. I'm going from upstate New York to Boston, and uh, I decided to get my car a little bit more prepared than she was <laughs> and I went on over to rockauto.com because I know that they are one of our uh, obviously one of our ads but they're obvi- they still provide great services that I would absolutely recommend if I'd heard them on anyone else's podcast you know they save me the time and money from going into 
chain stores and having to figure out what this is, what that is, and talking to people because I don't like speaking to people when it comes to my car because it gets me nervous and makes me anxious because I know there are things wrong with my car, but I can't fix them. And they have everything you need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oils, and even new carpet. And um, I got new windshield wipers. I got some uh, new, I can't even think of what it's called. I got a uh, leather seat cleaner from them, you know, just get, getting it all, getting it all fresh and ready for this nice trip. But what you can do right now is head on over to rockauto.com and check out the parts available for your car or truck. Their website is incredibly easy to navigate and you can write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. All right. So let's uh, let's look at Arizona. Uh, they could probably use to save some money on their car parts at Rock Auto, given everything we've learned about them. Arizona is starting the slow fire sale that we have been expecting from them basically all season long, ever since it became apparent that once again, they weren't any good. Uh, and they have made a couple of deals with the Toronto Maple Leaf. Why anyone's helping Toronto, I don't know. Uh, Arizona traded uh, Ryan Zingle and defenseman Ilya Libushkin to Toronto in exchange for Nick Ritchie and a 2025 second round pick. Uh, they also have, there's conditions on it, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, they also traded Carter Hutton to the Maple Leafs for nothing uh, for future considerations. I think Carter Hutton is like hurt. I don't, maybe he's not hurt anymore, but he was hurt for a long time. I, so I don't really know what that yeah. but uh so, yeah, Toronto gets out of Nick Ritchie's contract because he had this year and next year left. Uh, Zingle and Leibushkin both expired this year. And uh, the Maple Leafs already waived Ryan Zingle, and he already got picked up by the San Jose Sharks. So basically, like, that didn't even exist. It's fine. Uh, but cool. Uh, Toronto is looking for another defenseman because Jake Muzzin is hurt. Uh, and they need more bodies there. I think he's already going to play also, you know, this is Western conference Wednesday, but let's just give 30 seconds to the fact that Toronto lost to Montreal. You know, I was so happy to see that. I was very happy for that entire game, excluding, you know, the obvious Jake Muzzin. Right. Accident. But just seeing that was so funny. Like the, the, the loss, not. Yeah. Right. Right. Like, don't need that getting clipped and put right. Out. Yeah, no, no, please, no. Like, but, but the losing, the yeah, losing, the losing was so funny. Cole Caulfield has just come, like, just emerged, fully blossomed as a right. player. Well, you Since know, his childhood short, yeah. hero has come to play. Right, short I mean, kings stick coach. together. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, just totally different player. But you know, Nick Ritchie, I'm. He, he was with Boston. I knew he wasn't going to do anything um in Toronto the way that um you know they'd hoped and it he was a very good forward with Anaheim mm -hmm. and then you know just people regress they they aren't very yeah. good as they get older he's not even that old but you know right. uh, he, he's lost a little bit of his magic and I hope for his sake that he does find it again in Arizona and can start producing and help that young team yeah, I mean, Arizona is the home for like, I mean, I was, I was, they played the Kings the other day and I was watching and I was like, oh, that's right. Louis Erickson exists. 
You yeah. know, I realized this because he elbowed Quentin Byfield in the face, but like, you know, whatever. Um, also, that trade that they did happened in the middle of that game against the Kings. Uh, and everyone kind of knew something was going down because they had taken Libushkin out of the lineup. Uh, and, you know, he's a player who's been getting plenty of minutes. So it's like, oh, something's happening. Uh, but but Arizona has been doing, we've talked about it before on this show, and they continue to keep doing it. Uh, they just are acquiring all the picks. Uh, right now, in uh, the upcoming draft, they currently have five second-round picks. Oh They've got three first-rounders, uh, including uh, Colorado's and Montreal's. There's conditions on those, two, but whatever. Uh, so in the first two rounds, it, presuming these conditions aren't met and things just stay the way they are, they have, I can't do math, three, six, seven, eight. They have eight picks in the first two rounds. That's like a whole like starting lineup. Right, <laughs> right. And so it's like, and then, you know, in 2023, they have, you know, just normal amounts of picks. Then 2024, they have three picks in the second round again. Um, like if this was any other team, well, actually the guy that they had, like Bill Armstrong is a pretty good like for all the things that are wrong with Arizona Bill Armstrong's trying to do things he's he is and I give him you know the Girl Scout effort there because he's I don't know how you walk into that and try to repair it and I would have given anything yeah and so like but I feel like he he has like an interesting like choices ahead of him because that's a bajillion picks and do you yeah. really need eight first and second round prospects well maybe it's arizona but you know they they have the opportunity to package them to get like an actual like actual legitimate hockey players yeah right if they want to actually be vaguely competitive coming up they can yeah. start making you know everyone's if, if they're dangling a first round pick like people, people are gonna buy Right. So like, I'm really curious to see how this plays out because I mean, take aside all of the like voices that are like, Oh, get rid of the coyotes and move the franchise and whatever. Like, yeah, they have been historically bad, but they haven't had good leadership. And I feel like this draft would be kind of Bill Armstrong's Armstrong's big like splash at showing what, how he wants to shape this team. So like, I don't want nice things for them because we need one team in the Pacific or the the West that we know is just going to be like, we don't have to compete with, but it'd be fun to see if they actually do like field a real hockey team next year instead of just some guys. Yeah. I think that it's, it's, their future is very interesting. Mm -hmm. And I know that, like you said, everyone's like, Oh, tear it down. Like, Send them elsewhere. Send them to the moon. No. No. This is a fun social experiment that we can keep building. Because Louis Erickson is still somehow in this league. He is. In in Arizona. Yeah. With Phil Kessel. Right. Also, like, I I didn't realize he still played until he scored a goal against the Kings. Anton Strawman is still here. Yeah. 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 Remember how Florida <laughs> used to be like the dumping ground for all like right. the, yeah. I, I think it's Arizona. Yeah. But, but what they could do here is, you know, get those young guys and 
build them up and then say, these are your mentors. Right. Learn from them. And then they disappear. Right. Well, yeah. And like, and, and then you think about it, like we still have so long until the trade deadline. Yeah. And Arizona already has eight picks. Like they have so many guys who they could move out still and acquire more picks. Oh yeah. Like, someone will give you something for Phil Kessel. Like, and I think it's going to be Toronto. <laughs> I think I swear to God, something is going to happen where he ends up back in Toronto and I'm going to have to sit here and have feelings about it. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I don't hate Phil Kessel, but I hate, Toronto Maple Leafs, Phil <laughs> Castle, and dang it, Just don't don't do that to me. Hockey has given me enough headaches this year. Right. Logged on today to look at PR jobs, and Chicago still has their job listed. And womp, like, oh. womp. <laughs> yes, I need a post grad job, but not that not one. that bad. No, and no. I I think that Arizona. It could use a little, you know, a little tweaking here and there, yeah. uh, just a little bit. But yeah. I think that this is going to be an interesting project for Bill Armstrong mm-hmm. and everyone else, kind of in that front office. And do they have a captain? Um, I don't think no. I no. don't think they do. No, because they traded Oliver Ekman Larson. Oh, that's right. And I don't yeah. think they have one now. Yeah, so they're probably going to talk to the leaders on the team and say, hey, um, we're obviously not going to use all eight of these picks this year. Is there anyone that you think you'd like to play with? Right, like, what can we do? What can we, like, and I mean, yeah, I'm so curious to see, are they going to end up with, like, 12 picks in the first two rounds? Like, they have so many players they can trade. I just, I don't understand what they're going to do because I don't think that teams are going to willingly. Right. Someone still has to make a deal with you. Right. Like it, it looks really attractive. Yeah. Not the first round pick, but are you dumb enough to give up a player? Right. First? Probably. Yes. Maybe. It's hockey. So yes. Who knows? But, <laughs> you know, I think it'll. I... I don't think that they're going to end up with those eight picks. I think yeah. it'll end up being less. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll see who, what gets packaged where and who gets the benefit of all the hoarding uh, that Arizona has done as a hoarder myself. Uh, I'm proud of them for what they've accomplished. Uh, and of course we'll have all of your news and rumors and uh, curiosity about what Arizona and the other teams in the Western conference are doing right here on this show that wraps things up for this week. Uh, We'll be back next week. Uh, There, of course, is more Locked on NHL from our other esteemed hosts all week long. Uh, And now, of course, that you're done here, go and make your second listen of the day, Locked on Fantasy Hockey, where hosts Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm pleased to announce that I personally am leading my fantasy league. So... Congrats to me. Um, Maybe if I want to really run away with things, I should go listen to Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Uh, That's it for us. You can find me in the meantime on Twitter at Right Said Sarah. The show is uh, kind of sort of on Twitter at Locked on NHL Pods. You can find out all the stuff that's happening on the network. Jess, where can folks find you? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto and uh, follow the show on your favorite podcast platform, Locked on Flames, because I don't yeah. have Twitter. <laughs> you can, of course, find this show wherever you get your podcasts, as well as on the YouTube. So make sure you subscribe, follow hit that notification button so you never miss a future episode uh, and come back tomorrow and every day this week for more Locked on NHL news here on Locked on NHL, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.